Dear Diary, Death and beauty have always been, in my experience, wonderful bedfellows. Not only does that encapsulate my whole spooky vibe, it's truly the defining dynamic of my domain. You see, artsy types, they can't get enough of death and danger. There's a reason why the greatest creative minds in the realm flock to Lumino. And it's not because of the quality of our public schools. <laughs> it is... It is because there is no muse more inspiring than the specter of death. Though our public school system is pretty good. Dracula stands before you. Lady Godwin gets one look at him and screams, Zooms! And tries to attack him with Jennifer Myers. Okay, give me a give give me an attack roll. Fine. Yeah, great. Give me an attack roll. I mean, what do you want me to do, man? It's a barbarian and she yeah, sees no, the give thing me she wants to kill. Sure. Like yeah. it's out of my mm. hands. Uh seventeen. Sen- okay, pretty good. Uh is it? Enough. Let's find out as I pull up the character sheet for Dracula. Should just probably always have that have that going. A seventeen hits Dracula's armor class. Yes. Uh, so Let let's get, get a uh, let's get some damage going. Oh wow, that is it's two rage quite ten good. slashing, so twelve altogether. Are you raging? I'm. I. You didn't say that you are, but I will allow it. Considering. Was I still, well, why? Uh, no. She said, she said zunes. That's true. That's true. Okay. Uh, describe. Describe your attack. You're. You're bringing this axe down. Where are you? Where are you? What are you trying to do to Dracula? Well, I mean, there's very little consideration on her part. It is very much overhead chop, like. No thought, just sprinting at him to to swing. I imagine uh, the 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 swing doesn't find exactly purchase where she was hoping to because Dracula was not like split in twain with twelve points right. of damage. So maybe you could tell me if he does like a what it, it, how he doesn't get killed by it. 
<laughs> well, I mean, he's not going to get killed by it. Well, um, I know, but like okay. you tell me what Dracula does to. Uh, I'm just saying with a with an overhead chop aimed at his head. Tell me how it do, like what does he do? I don't want to say what he does to not get killed by that. Okay, so he, you tell me. Uh, you bring the axe down on him hard. Uh, he shifts his weight a little bit so you don't uh, you know lobotomize him uh, in this moment. Uh, but you sort of slide the axe down the side of his head and bury it in his shoulder. When you do nice. that, his ear comes off uh, <laughs> and goes flying Look. through the air and lands lands on the ground. What uh, happens to it? It just Good lands question. on the ground. Does it wiggle around? Turn to dust? Doesn't turn to dust or wiggle around? It doesn't turn to dust or wiggle around. Okay, thank you. I would actually like you to, to tell us that about everything. Yeah. Every object that we encounter. <laughs> if it's alive or not? No, just if it turns hey. to dust or wiggles around. Thank I just, you. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Okay, thank uh, you. When, after that, when, when ever Dracula looks like a, uh, my has pulled out his DeWalt brand vampires um, and is kind of starting to move forward, ready to extract some teeth, uh, mm-hmm. if this is the moment. Um, okay. He says, um, well, rude. Okay, so he does talk. His reaction to me attacking him with the axe was talking. I'm gonna throw the javelin at him now. Talking, is a, free, talking, talking is a free action. He okay, is, okay, fine. He, okay, fine. Uh, he is going to put a palm out and strike you in the chest with it. Uh, and he rolls a uh, 20 versus AC. Yeah, I mean, Very obviously good. that hits. Okay, you are going to take... Uh... Good God. Uh, you are going to take 13 points of uh, damage total. Uh, you take uh, 7 points of bludgeoning damage, and you take 6 points of necrotic damage. Okay. Um, you are thrown backwards... Uh, 10 feet uh, and land on your back. Uh, you do pull Jennifer Myers out with you. Um, Mutt puts the vampires back into his pocket. <laughs> Not the moment. Not the ah! moment. Ah! Oh, you can't blame you for wanting to grab this beautiful bosom. That is not my intention. Do not put you that on nasty it. dog. Oh, Soon right. you've slain me. You two are probably some of the most bungling burglars I've ever witnessed. Uh, I have caught you in the act. This is a private building, and you have taken the belongings out of it. My name is Count Dracula, by the way. I assume yeah, my, rep- my reputation precedes me. Yeah, bud. Okay. Well, then, you know what I am capable of. I'm Crawford Muttner. You can call me Mutt. Everybody does. You killed or sired 27 of my family members. Give me an insight check as you say that, Crawford Muttner. 19. 19. His, his demeanor is somewhat inscrutable. He is Count Dracula. Uh, he seems unfazed by the fact that an axe has just been buried in him. Um, and you actually see the, the, the wound beginning to sort of close up uh, as if he is sort of regenerating. Um, but when you say your name, 
you get the impression that he kind of recognizes you and his demeanor softens a little bit. And he says, You're Crawford Mutner, the last of the Mutner clan. No, I mean, it's me and Ma, but yeah, basically, you can call me Mutt. He sighs and says, I have no desire to exterminate the Mutner line. Oh, cool, man. Why don't you give me the puppet and go on home? I never show this. People who know me will tell you I never show mercy like this. It is wildly out of character for me. But this place is an ecosystem mm-hmm. and monster hunters have an important role to hey, play. thank you. So... Uh, I- I never studied negotiation or whatnot, so I don't think that this is going to work. But how about counteroffer? I don't give you the puppet, but I do take your teeth. Why do you want my teeth, puppet? Oh, I, I made a promise to my brother Rusty. He got he got his ass beat to death by the Invisible Man. You know the Invisible Man? Oh, yeah, that dude sucks. Yeah, I fucking hate that guy, right? So he, he, That's a little pot calling the kettle black. Well, it's just, uh, you know, There's a this is a spooky, a spooky realm with lots of monsters in it, but a lot of them sort of operate through some sort of internal logic. Yeah. Invisible Man, he likes to just kick an ass. He's just a piece of shit. There's a rudeness. Um, By the way, but- that was Clint that said that. that yeah. wasn't oh, shit. Oh, no. Not- because, because Pinocchio, uh, because the puppet hasn't moved. It yeah. hasn't said anything. Uh, oh, okay, that's good. You're playing. You're playing. Uh, you're playing dead. dead. Is that what you're doing? Mm-hmm. Um, give me. Give me a performance. Play, uh, he's playing puppet. I yeah, mean, that's <laughs> fair. Give me a uh, performance. Like if you saw a puppet puppet. laying on the ground, you'd be like, "I think that puppet's dead." <laughs> that's a very good point. Uh, oh no! What per- happened? <laughs> give me a performance check, Philo, while this continues to play out. With how about with advantage since he is a puppet, which is a performance tool? No. Six. Um, he, he, okay. Yeah, I don't know how you would possibly understand his reaction to seeing, uh, to seeing you. Um, but you, you pretend to be just a regular, regular old puppet. Anywho, um, uh, so my brother got his ass beat to death and he made me promise on his deathbed that he, I would fulfill our final dream of kicking your ass, taking your teeth, turning them into earrings. Um, and so I gotta do that. Um, um, no offense. I mean, listen, just like you have no desire uh, to exterminate the Munder clan, this isn't like a personal thing. You weren't the one who killed my brother. That was the invisible man. I appreciate this. Yeah. See, and this, this professionalism. It yeah. is this professionalism why I do prefer the Munder clan to those bullguards. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Bunch of knobs. Um, how about these? Yeah. Let me... Pass me those pliers. Okay. What's the right? Re- okay. Wait. Do I get them back? Because they're mine. Sorry, sorry. He waves his hand in front of you. Give me a wisdom saving throw. Wisdom. I'm, I'm actually not bad at that. Oh, wait. Saving throw. Hold on. Mm. No. Oh, is it lower? Okay. A 14. It was the highest one. Yeah, no, uh, but a 12 was the same, yeah, and it's 12. neither of neither of those succeeds. Uh this is you it's fucking weird, Trav. It's so weird. You didn't realize this. This is your best friend, Dracula. Oh, right, man. 
This is your best friend Dracula. So when he oh, says bud. like, yes. Yeah, here they go. Here's my vampires. Thank you. I'll make you a deal. Yeah. He reaches up, pops out his two fangs, like like it's nothing, and he Whoa. says, "The teeth uh, for the puppet, and mm. we go our separate ways." Yeah, man. Hey, to- for my best friend, for my friends. Yeah, man. And uh, I go to grab the puppet. While this is happening, Lady Godwin uh, chucks her javelin at Dragon. <laughs> she's got herself. Yeah. She's got herself together, and out of nowhere, mid conversation, a javelin hurtles through the air. Uh, give me a uh, a javelin. Jesus attack, Christ! That's a twenty-one. Yeah, go, <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead and roll damage. Can I use my reaction to try to push my friend Dracula out of the way? Uh, oh. No, I don't think you have that ability. That's 10 more fucking damage. Okay. No! Uh, <laughs> Dracula! <laughs> Where does it get him? Uh, This one, it yeah. goes through the, how much, 10 damage? Uh, This one, yeah. I was aiming for the heart, and I okay. think I got the other side of the chest, maybe. I don't know. You tell okay. me. This one, he takes in the chest. It goes through him. You see the back of his cape kind of billow out as the javelin goes through. Uh, this this one bring, brings him back a little bit. He's You see Dracula stumble a little bit. He says, okay. He pulls the javelin out of his chest. Uh, and now his demeanor is quite different. Now he is uh, more sort of bestial. You see a lot of uh, wrinkles. Uh, sort of growing on his forehead as his brow almost extends. Uh, you see he does not have his fangs, but it looks like his other teeth are beginning to uh, grow into sharp points uh, as uh, he... She let her talk a little. Can she talk for a second while he's doing this? Like, Sure, yeah. Like, yeah this transformation okay. is taking a few seconds. Oh, oh that looks terribly painful. Uh, but I ask you, how many times would I have to hit you with this javelin to equal getting exploded by your stupid car? I caution you, it's going to be a very long night of javelins indeed. Uh, you give me an insight check, Lady Godwin. It's not her strong suit. <laughs> okay. Uh, Twelve, um, on a twelve, you see he stops. His brow continues to wrinkle, but now because it's sort of furrowed, and he says, "I don't. I splattered you. Oh no! I remember you. I remember just a brief glimpse of your face as it sort of spun upwards and away. Oh, I hey, for what it's worth, I am sorry. I that was." When the Wolfman and I parted together, he is a terrible influence on me. Um, and so I do, I, for what it is worth, I am sorry that I splattered you with the car. But I'm sure I, he's going to throw you a terribly festive wake. Oh, but the thing is, sorry, I wanted to finish, is that I, you have now attacked me twice, and just on principle alone, I cannot allow that in my domain. What if someone is watching? He is going... Did the damage... Sorry, did the damage break the concentration on whatever was on me? 
let me roll a con save as Dracula. Must have been really concentrating pretty hard, if not, because I feel like no matter how hard I concentrated, and I'm not Dracula, but no matter how hard I concentrated, I think a javelin, I would at um, least be like, huh. You know, yes. like, huh? like your attention would be diverted for at, at least, least a second. Yeah. diverted to see if there was another can, javelin. I, yeah, I can remember that time at band camp, Justin, when mm-hmm. you were trying to concentrate on playing your, your, your tuba and yeah. all of a sudden the track team, a javelin came flying javelin in. Came it was whacked <laughs> you. That's and it's all he would talk about all yeah, day. That's a, that story's 100% true. It was a baritone horn that I right. played, actually, oh. though. So, But other than that, the working details man, 100% true. Yeah. Details matter. Although okay. it would have been so, can you guys just for a second imagine someone carrying a sousaphone getting hit by a javelin? Because it is fucking funny. It is funny because you wouldn't it's even be really able to good. fall all the way over because between <laughs> between the javelin sticking through and the size of the phone, you would end up just kind of propped up. Man. Like a t- like a tent. I got. I'm gonna have to reinstall Gary's mod after this, just so I can see that for myself. <laughs> okay, he turns to mist and reforms behind you. Uh, he is going to do a multi attack on you. Uh, the oh, first okay. of which is an unarmed strike. Twenty. Uh, he is instead of. Uh, doing damage he is going to bite you uh and that is a 26 versus ac okay that one just barely squeaks in biting has some special rules for uh for dragon it does in our house not allowed yeah (laughs) that is the our special biting biting no fighting no fighting no fighting uh you feel your life force uh, begin to vacate your body. It is a horrible, hollowing feeling. Um, and you feel like uh, you can feel death's embrace beginning to sort of uh, in, in, in shroud you. Um, your hit point maximum is reduced by six points. Oh, ouch. You, however, he doesn't kill you, which, uh, knowing what you know about Dracula, he very easily could, because just moments after biting into uh, your neck, he draws backwards and spits the blood on the ground, and he says, Normally I love the taste of blood, I can't get enough of this what? Blood, it's so delicious, but uh, something is wild is happening. Have you been afflicted with some sort of curse or something? Because it's terrible in there. Well, I don't know where most of this body's been. You've destroyed my beautiful, sensible body and left me only with this this sensual miasma of curves. Um, Where are them teeth, Griffin? Where are the teeth that he pulled out? Where are those? Uh, he dropped them on the ground. Uh, he, uh, dropped them on the ground as he turned into mist. I'm gonna uh, grab, can I grab them? Yeah, sure. Yeah, teeth! Uh, I have not put you all in initiative, uh, although it's, I, it is starting to look very much like maybe that is the direction that this is going. Brother Philo, are you still, uh, are you still playing puppet? Has he reformed yet? 
Is he yeah. still missed? Yeah. He's reformed? He has reformed. Okay. Um, Papa Fi- I'm just going to call him Philo. Yeah. Philo. Yeah. Philo. The other one's in a bottle somewhere. We don't have to think. Throw the bottle like a Pokeball, Dad. Summon your Philo. corpse to fight Dracula. <laughs> Philo raises his arms and stumbling uh, in a very awkward way, walks towards Dracula and says, Papa? Off-putting. Hugely, hugely off-putting. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I'm going to need, okay. I'm going to need another performance check out of you. I'm going to need a bad idea check. No, it's a good idea. But no, it's a good idea. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, it's a just a weird, bad idea. A weird idea. Bad in like a, not quality, but rather feeling. Yeah, yeah. Uh, are you my mummy? Okay, 13. 13. He looks at you. He does not look surprised to see you. He looks confused. He uh, takes a, He kind of crouches down to get a better look at you. And says, so you are awake. What are you doing? Why are you pretending to be a small boy? I'm confused, Papa. I'm confused. It it seems to bring him great joy to see how uh, confused you are, uh, to see you in this state. He says, oh, this was worth every penny. Come on, you're coming with me. He takes a step forward to try to grab your arm. I let him. Okay. Uh, make a wisdom saving throw, please. 11. Okay. He scoops you up in his arm uh, and is holding you. Uh, and he says, Get out of Ungrave, both of you. I will not show mercy again. Uh, and he turns into a big bat. Just like that, and scoops Pinocchio up in his arms and starts to fly off. Mm. Bye. And Dad does nothing of this. You and do Dad nothing. Does nothing. You don't do anything. Dad lets himself no, be no, no. By I... Dracula. Right. Um. Okay. So I assume he's kind of nestled up against Dracula. Yes. I mean, you are in the bat's sort of clutches. Uh, right. And you are you are nestled up against his his body. It's a big bat, big enough to carry a you know a wooden puppet boy. Right, standard measurement. He, he kind of nestles his face in close to to Dracula's chest and says, uh, "I love you very very much, Dracula." And his nose grows. <laughs> okay, and, Im- and impales through the bat's chest. Okay. Okay. Yeah. The end. The end of the story. This is how it was always going. Okay. This is going to be a, an attack roll. You're going to have advantage because if this isn't a sneak attack, I don't know what is. Um, okay. So why don't you make an unarmed attack roll with advantage, please? Holy shit. 23? Right. Yeah. Uh <laughs> Does Dracula have a son that we'll have to fight now or what? Like Dracula howls as you jab your nose into his chest. Uh 
And as he does that, he transforms back into Dracula and plummets to the ground. Uh, You all had not flown particularly far when this happened, so he still lands sort of in the corner of the junkyard, uh, and you land on top of him. Uh, He stands up and throws you off of him, and he says, Okay, I see that you have not missed a step, have you, bastard? He takes a step towards you, to counterattack. And as he does so, a glowing, enormous crossbow bolt flies in and impales him in the heart. And he goes, What? He disintegrates into ash and floats away into the night sky and you hear uproarious applause cheering clapping and screaming and in that din you hear a name Cedric oh man Cedric you look up and see Cedric Bolgard with his giant heavy vicious crossbow (laughs) smiling and waving to the crowd Yes, another banner day for the Bogard family. My goodness, Dracula defeated. I am hard as a rock right now. (laughs) You you absolute dink. I had it. I don't know what you're talking about. You may have loosened the lid on the pickle jar, but to the victor goes the spoils. (laughs) Cedric, Cedric. You fucking kill stealer. Uh, you were camp. Were you camping? The, you come in here. We this fuck. Mm. Cedric? Literally, he literally sniped you. Yes, he really. Uh, the crowd picks Cedric up on their shoulders and bouncing, just like carries him back to town. All just sort of like cheering and raising the roof, uh, leaving the three of you alone in an empty junkyard. Do I, I still have the teeth. Did they turn to dust? Give me a luck check. Six. Not very lucky. Oh, uh, man. The teeth turn to dust. The ear on the ground does it. You get an ear. God but damn. That could be, okay. That could be anyone's ear. I pick it up and I whisper, I'm going to get your teeth into it. Um, <laughs> give me an investigation. Uh, no, perception check. Uh, me? Yes. I'm pretty good at that. 19. As you are sort of like sifting through his ashen remains uh, to try and find some sort of prize, uh, for a second, your hopes get up because as you're rooting through the pile, your fingers graze against two sharp sort of pointy things. uh, And you are disappointed as you pull those things out of the ash pile and the light of the full moon and the light from Lumino Tower glint off of two very small bolts. Oh. Huh. Huh. Have a token for a music lover? I think you two need to leave me. I feel 
just awful. Uh, but Dracula's dead. That's the important thing. Good work, Al. Dracula's not dead. Well, we've had a lot of fun. I never really got to know either of you terribly well. And I believe our business is concluded. I would like to go lay down for three weeks, if you will excuse me. No, oh, he's well, not. Could I, do, could I do something first? Oh, please, yes. Um, and he, uh, he casts Healing Word on Lady Godwin. All right. It's a 1d4 plus your your spellcasting modifier. Your spellcasting modifier is plus 4. So d4 plus 4. 2. Okay. 2, two plus 4. Plus 4, 6. So oh, uh, you are healed six. for 6 points. Of, oh, is this uh, a cough drop? Thank you so much. Yes. <laughs> Excellent. Alludens. Alludens. Marginally better. Can you give me a uh, a perception check, uh, Lady Godwin, as you sort of take stock of your your bod here? Okay, uh, fourteen with a fourteen. Since you have stepped outside of this building, your hand that is attached to you uh, has been hurting and itching and feeling quite bad. Uh, it is the hand with the horse bite on it, um, and. You can't tell. I mean, you don't have a medical background. You don't know if this is an infection or what. Um, but as you are sort of being healed, you realize, like, there's this one part of my body that fucking doesn't feel very good. Um, oh, my yeah. attached, my right attached hand or my left attached hand? Uh, whichever one, the horse bit as you were holding on to the uh, carriage in the episode one. Okay. Uh, Y'all, I wish that this was, like... The end of the Dracula's not dead, man. Like this is, y'all. Okay, the Bulgar family has killed air quotes Dracula like five times now, six times now. It's 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 like uh I don't know. It was just a cloud blows away, reforms. He's Dracula again. He ain't dead. Is that um, true, Griffin? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Dracula has been killed and always comes back seemingly. Yeah, he ain't uh, dead. The Bolgard family has racked up quite a kill count of Dracula uh, that has just been extended by one. So, like, I wish that it was, you know, victory music time or whatever, but, like, that weren't it. I still don't have teeth. I almost had teeth. I almost <sighs> had his teeth. I was going to go. I was going to leave you guys to finish whatever, but the teeth, uh Brother Philo, um, maybe in... I find that my uh, hand has started to um, itch. Um, now that I've said it out loud in context, um, that probably doesn't seem very important to you. <laughs> um, I, I'm going to tell Crawford instead. Crawford, yeah, my hand has started itching terribly. Hmm, that's the you're a, yeah. You're a, you're an uh, you know animals. Look at this. Is this common for a horse bite? I'm going to look at it with my plus five medicine check with my uh, backwoods wisdom. You know what it is, actually? Give me a survival check. Oh, okay. I can do that. Well, what that sucks. That? That's a nine. That's a nine. Jeez. Um, is it, it, it ain't right. This bite ain't right. Wait, I want to... Okay. It, 
I want to make some kind of wisdom check as Crawford. Okay. To see if I can connect the fact that Dracula didn't like the taste of the lady's blood and this bite thing. Because I, as a player, have connected it, but I don't know if Mutt would. I can't make that assumption. Um, I will give you that on this check, right? It looks, it looks infected. It looks like something has happened to it. I think logically, like, you don't have to roll for, to okay. connect two dots like that, right? Yeah, so I don't, man, listen, I don't know. I have no idea what this is, uh, Lady Godwin, but... It maybe like sepsis, some kind of infection set in, makes your blood taste nasty, cause he spit it out. Like I was gonna at first say like, oh maybe you got like undead formaldehyde blood, but he's like shacking up with Frankenstein. He'd know about that stuff, right? So I don't know, man. Maybe you got uh, blood poisoning. Is that a thing? That sounds like a thing, right? That's quite. Is it only in the hand? Is that the only place? Have Do you have it in your foot or this, mouth? No, located from this bite, right, right here. Hmm. So it, well, it did it, it activated when I did the healing spell. No, no, no. It, no okay, no. okay. I just love this scene of you all got came outside, were attacked by Dracula, almost killed Dracula. Someone else killed Dracula, and then Lady Gaw was just like. My fucking hand itches. Well, a Griffin, lot. I mean, Griff, you I brought it up. Other, you brought it up, dog. That's fair. You, you that's might fair. as well say, "Hey, talk about how your hand itches for a second. I gotta get a drink." Like, I, I, I'm <laughs> yeah. sorry. You said right. your hand itches. I'm gonna talk about what would it. How would you feel if I was like, "Oh no, shit." Anyway, like moving on <laughs> with my life. Cool, right. cool. Anyways, Dracula, uh, huh? You, you all are now standing alone in this junkyard. You actually hear behind you inside of the lab. <laughs> oh, I close the door. <laughs> <laughs> Time to go. Yep. Okay. Uh, you all head out from Frankenstein's derelict laboratory. Hello, it's me, the internet's Travis McRoy. Yes, that's right. Powerful influencer, Travis McRoy. You know, people are always asking me, Travis, how did you become such a powerful influencer in the world? Well, I'll let you in on my secret. It's Squarespace. Yes, that's right. Squarespace, the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. You can stand out with a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything. Your products, content you create, or even your time. What what influencer doesn't do that? I ask you. I'll wait. That's right. None of them. They all do that, and you can do it with Squarespace. Okay, here's uh, just as an aside. You can also use Squarespace even if you're uh, not an influencer, um, and even if the idea of being an influencer uh, makes you throw up a little bit in your mouth, don't worry, Squarespace is still useful. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with the best-in-class website template and customize every design detail with 
reimagined drag and drop technology for desktop or mobile. With Squarespace scheduling, clients can quickly view your availability and book their own reservations, appointments, or classes, and you can sell products on an online store. Whether you sell physical or digital products, Squarespace has the tools for you. So go to squarespace.com adventure for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code adventure to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. We have an aura frame here at our house and we primarily use it to show pictures of our kids and the fun stuff that we do. And my favorite thing about it is that it's so easy to upload pictures on that as soon as we get home from doing something fun, we just immediately put the pictures up there so we don't forget to do it. You know, because I, I've tried, we try to do picture frames and stuff in the past, and then we never remember to put them on. But with Aura, it's so easy to load it up that it has become kind of a, a digital scrapbook more than anything else. So if you have been looking to get the pictures that are trapped in your phone and set them free in a way that other people can see them, might I recommend Aura Frames. They're stylish, they're easy to use, you're gonna love it. And it was named the number one digital picture frame by Wirecutter, and for a good reason. It's so easy to set up, and they have different frame options, all kinds. And the best part is it comes with unlimited storage. So, right now you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frames with code ADVENTURE. That's A-U-R-A, frames.com, promo code ADVENTURE. Terms and conditions apply. Chicago, we're coming to you. We're coming for you. We're coming at you. And we're also coming to C2E2, and we're doing live shows, all a bunch of stuff in April. April 24th, we're going to be doing My Brother, My Brother and Me, which is nearly sold out, and Taz, which is selling out fast. So do not wait. April 25th is Taz. April 24th is My Brother, My Brother and Me. April 26th through the 28th, we're doing C2E2 schedule to be announced. You can get your C2E2 badges now, but you do not need a badge to attend the live shows. Tickets for those shows are on sale at bit.ly slash Tours. All the information is there. Go check it out. Also, we've got a newsletter in case you've been wondering what's the best way to keep up with our new tour dates and announcements and stuff like that, go to bit.ly slash newsletter. And of course, check out all of the merch over at macroymerch.com. A lot of great stuff. Fungalore sticker pack, um, naming of the year poster. Uh, we've got the little Sailor Man pin and 10% of all proceeds this month go to the Foundation for Black Women's Wellness. So go check it out, macroymerch.com. And now back to the show. My name's Doug Duguay, and I'm here to talk about my podcast in the middle of the one you're listening to. It's called Valley Heat, and it's about my neighborhood, the Burbank Rancho Equestrian District, the center of the world when it comes to foosball, frisbee golf, and high-speed freeway roller skating. And there's been a Jaguar parked outside on my curb for 10 months. I have no idea who owns it. I have a feeling it's related to the drug drop that was happening in my garbage can a little over a year ago. And if this has been a boring commercial, imagine 45 minutes of it. Okay, Valley Heat. It's on every month on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get podcasts. Check it out, but honestly, skip it. These are the These chronicles, are the chronicles of, the of the Rancho Equestrian District, District in Burbank, Burbank California. California. These are the events taking place, place in my house and around my house. Hello, sleepyheads. Sleeping with Celebrities is your podcast pillow pal. We talk to remarkable people about unremarkable topics, all to help you slow down your brain and drift off to sleep. For instance, we have the remarkable Neil Gaiman. I'd always had a vague interest 
in live culture, food preparation, Sleeping with Celebrities, hosted by me, John Moe, on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. Night-night. Can we, like, short rest or some shit? Because I am down to seven hit points. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you all want to take a short rest, you can absolutely do that. Spend some of your hit dice to recover hit points. If you want to take a long rest to get back your spell slots, which I imagine for Philo are in short short supply, uh, you can do that as well. You just need a place to do it. Um, well, if Pierre Reynolds owns the thing and we just... The Ghost Light Pub? Yeah, we just squished all the things. He'd probably let us chill out there, right? You could certainly it's ask. Good to ask? Yeah. yeah. Okay, let's go there. All right, you all make your way back into the city center towards the theater district uh, where the Ghost Light Pub is located. Uh, it is later. The moon is uh, up. The weather is slightly cooler. Um, the city's sort of omnipresent amber glow uh, is, is, is sort of even brighter as it mixes with the moonlight. Uh, as the theater, as the shows in the district let out, uh, the number of sort of like buskers and street performers uh, has, has tripled uh, and the city feels very, very vibrant and uh, alive as you make your way back towards the, uh, the ghost light. Uh, as you come inside, um, the bartender takes a look and sees a puppet walk in. I'm just kind of like, oh, okay. Uh, and you all make your way back, and Pierre Reynolds is still chilling at his table. His his entourage uh, has seemingly increased uh, as the night has progressed, and he is just kind of like holding court in the back of this pub. Uh, and is Cedric he here? Uh. Cedric, you passed on your way here, just being paraded around in the streets uh, like a like a hero. Uh, people are really stoked uh, that that Dracula has been killed here. Some people are. Some people are just like still wrapped up in their own their own artistic endeavors. Um, and as he sees you, Pierre says, uh, "The heroes return." Excellent. Wait, no, I gotta find his voice. Can you guys? Can one of you guys kill Pierre? <laughs> After he talks this time, so I don't have to do him. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely not. The brave heroes return. Excellent. Uh, did you destroy the hands? Have you. Uh, uh, wait, he's, what is this? He sees. Zutelor! Zutelor! He sees your little, uh, your ringed hand uh, sort of climb up on your shoulder as you mention hands, as though it has sort of like uh, heard. What is this? I thought I asked you to destroy the hands. No, not right now. Mommy's talking. That one's domesticated. <laughs> domesticated. It's, it nuzzles against you and then scurries back down into your pocket. The rest of them, though, we did. We uh, destroyed them. Destroy where they was coming from. Destroy the machine. Left the dog there to eat whatever was left. So then, that's done. Um, we no more trouble from hands. That's a guarantee. And then yeah. my hand gives my shoulder hand gives an okay. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Um, I would love a nap and maybe like a burger if you got one. Something. Uh, we do not serve hamburger in this. Uh, Sorry, say it again. 
hamburger. We do have <laughs> we have potato wedges, stuffed potato skins. The turkey club. Everybody does turkey club. We can get you a turkey club. Yes, I think it is the least I can do for you to thank you for your bravery and your service. What is the what is the most you can? Do? That puppet is talking. What's Hello. it? What? Oh yes. Oh, you think the puppet's talking? Oh, that's adorable. Oh, you didn't even see his lips moving, did yeah, you? Yeah, Mutt starts kind of wiggling his lips a little bit. That is incredible. You not you are not even touching him. So I do not know how you are animating the mouth. Strings, of course. Drone. Strings <laughs> He's a drone. He's a drone. Not drone. drone strings. Servos. <laughs> Technology. It is uh, simple machines. Technology. It is fantastic. Um. Hey, Pierre. Yes. One, can I nap in one of these booths? Yes, I will make you all, uh, I will make you all, I will prepare you all a room. It, uh, and some, some grub. Before Frankenstein left, Pierre's so approachable. Did you hear how he just effortlessly said grub like he's yeah. saying his whole life? Yeah, he's a shop owner you can have a beer with. Um, Pierre, before Frankenstein left to go check up with Dracula, did anybody go missing who was maybe like, I don't know, like a pain in Dracula's ass. Like somebody that was like, you just didn't see him anymore. And then, like the next day, Frankenstein and Dracula left. Uh, this is a very dangerous uh, land and people go missing all the time. Um, I mean, hmm. No, I don't think Pierre would know that. Pierre says, uh, it is impossible to, impossible to uh, track the comings and goings and dyings of everyone who lives in Lumidal and Ongrave at large. People go missing all the time. People wander into the woods. They do not come out. You should uh, stop them from doing that. But it is their liberty. I don't know, man. Um, one more thing. Griffin, yes. does Pierre Reynolds have bolts in his neck? Make a Make an investigation check. I lean into his neck, and I got a three. <laughs> oh, no! I kiss him gently on the neck. He leans, he leans back like, are you trying to bet me? Are you a Dracula as well? No, man. Listen, I'll just ask you. You got bolts in your neck? Oh, is these puppies? He brushes back his hair, and he has he sure does. He has the two small bolts on one side of his neck uh, that you saw people using sort of as a radio tuner earlier. Uh, yes, I do. Uh, would you like me to have you fitted for some? Uh, it, it, it usually costs a nominal fee to have them installed, but it is, let me say, worth it if you want to truly experience Lumino in the way it is meant to be experienced. Well, would this set work for that? And I hold out the two that I got from Dracula's Dust. Uh, he sees them. He sees them. You know, they're gross. They're a little bloody. He said, I would not advise putting these into you. Um, I can get you some fresh ones. Absolutely. It's not a problem. Well, this is a family uh, heirloom. Would they work? Uh, I mean, yes. It is incredibly unhygienic, but may- maybe. Okay. No, not right now. Maybe. Yeah, sure. Maybe later. Think, think about it. Uh, let me, oh, let me get you your checkpoint passes. He reaches in his, uh, a little bag that he's got with him, uh, and he pulls out a little hand stamp, and he stamps <laughs> all three of your hands. Do not wash it. Uh, if it comes off, it is, it does not work anymore. Um, 
this is this is I, I will admit um, not an optimized system for this because people uh, it rains and then all of a sudden everyone's like shit who can go who can stay but this is what we have to work with okay I'm gonna take a nap now okay are you all uh, settling in for the night? yes Okay, you all retire to a room here in the Ghostlight pub. Um, you don't sleep, do you, Brother Philo? As a, um, as a, uh, you know, essentially a, a construct, a, a, a warforged, I guess, in the parlance of. Uh, I think uh, he does rest. I think yeah. he needs to, to rest. But you don't need to become unconscious in order to do so. Um, no. So, okay, everybody, heal up to full. Take your your spell slots back. Uh, before we do that, before he falls asleep, Mutt sets up alarm. Okay. Um, on the, like the twenty foot cube that they're like sleeping in. Okay. Um, so that uh, if if anything enters that cube, uh, it will it will wake me up. Okay. Um, I'm just trying to think of anything would. I don't think so. I think at this point, Dracula just showed up someplace. and Oh, for sure. Listen, the invisible man can sneak up on you at <laughs> any moment. At, okay. Your alarm, goes off in the, your alarm goes off in the middle of the night. The door into your room creaks open very slowly, just partially. You do not see a figure approach as the alarm goes off. It slams shut. And you hear, boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Oh, what? Oh, what? I chase, I chase after him, and I'm in like my sleep clothes. Wow. Right, sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, make a uh, <laughs> make a make an athletics check. Okay. <laughs> so as uh, a fail, as a crit fail, as a one, you are close. You see footstep impressions in the rug in the hallway outside uh, just in front of you you reach out you could swear you, you your fingers graze the hem of his garment uh, and then he is down the stairs as your feet hit the tassels at the end of the rug they lose purchase uh, on the ground and you go uh, tumbling down the stairs you are going to take uh, six points of bludgeoning damage as you crumple at the bottom of the stairs. You see the uh, the swinging doors of the pub go open as the invisible man takes flight into the the, the night. I'll get you someday, you invisible bastard! <laughs> <laughs> and then you, I guess, return to your long rest and yeah. uh, heal those heal those <laughs> points. Of damage but right not not the emotional damage, right? Um, okay, it is morning, but it is still twilight outside it is always night in on that's fine we've um, we've had the rest correct but you have had the rest yes okay there is a thing that the artificer does called experimental elixir you yes. used this After i believe long... moments ago to shrink your corpse down right but this will surprise you okay <laughs> we did it wrong okay after every rest you roll a d6 and it creates an experimental elixir According to an experimental elixir chart. Oh, I see. So you don't get to decide what the elixir is. Okay. 
Well, right. I will still allow okay, your body. You hear smash as your body grows back to normal size. Inside of, no, uh, no, 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 no. Just, I will. I will. I will grant that. Uh, go ahead and I guess roll your. your and D6. it's part of the artificer thing. Yeah. No, it's cool. Um, I love. I love this mechanic. Just go ahead and go ahead and roll it. Okay, so he, so he rolls a d six. I don't have my. Th- That's a one. What was it? Okay, so a one is a, soda a healing elixir. The drinker regains a number of hit points equal to do. 2d4 plus your intelligence. Shit, yeah. Great. Okay, great. Uh, yeah. So I'll just add that to I add that to my uh Yeah, write that down in your inventory because you will and forget. remember that you have it. Yes. Um I'm gonna put up my items. You all make your way uh downstairs. Uh you feel refreshed. Your hand still is definitely not feeling great. Even though the rest of you has sort of recovered, Lady Godwin. Uh okay. there is still sort of something something wild going on. And you all have your stamps. And as you come downstairs, you see uh, Pierre Reynolds, and he is sort of uh, cleaning up, kind of putting the stools down uh, off of the tables. And he says, So uh, I must ask, what is your next sort of uh, plan of attack for um, moving forward? Just puzzling over that myself, Pierre. You still intend to slay Dracula, yes? Well, after a fashion, yes, but I, I think we'd rather it be rather more permanent. Mm-hmm. Mm. This is tricky. Uh, his castle, it is in the northern cape. It is surrounded by the strangled Dude mile. Love capes. Yes, you can't get enough of it. Surrounded on all sides by the strangled mire, which is quite impassable if you want to not be, not have your soul drained from your body. Mm. Um, Unfortunately, I cannot tell you how to get to Dracula's castle. That's a hard name to say. In my, it's hard to say Dracula in any sort of accent that is not Dracula's accent. Yeah. Um, oui, oui. But uh, wherever your fortunes lie, I suppose they will be found through the northern checkpoint. Um, it's a lot of stinking thinking you're throwing at us there. I'm just saying, like... It, it, You're it just is, throwing out problems and no solutions there, my dude. Like, that's not very... I, I, you must understand the risk. It is incredibly dangerous out there. You you you, you make your way out uh, of town to the north, anything goes. You're not protected by the beautiful light of Luminal Tower. Hmm. True. Well, cool, well, man. Thanks for the well wishes. Jeez. So um, having a rather dark cloud, Pierre, I must say. It is my nature. As a French gentleman. Oh, is that French? No. <laughs> Belgian. Belgian. It's Belgian. Mm, but I have a sort of... Sense. I am Belgian, but I have a sort of French disposition. <laughs> you must leave. <laughs> I you love must, that movie. You must leave and never come back to me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Allow me to die in your mind. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Pierre? Why don't you come with us, man? <laughs> yeah, yes. quite attached. Or maybe say we've got a cell phone where we can call you whenever we want. Yes, the sound us. of your voice is I, so mellifluous. You've become so like a fourth party member to us, man. Make a persuasion check. <laughs> 13. I, I couldn't possibly. I am a business owner. No one would be here to balance the books, and 
all and to work the ledgers. So I must I must decline. Um, but I wish you all farewell. Um, we'll be back as you begin to walk out of the door of the ghost light pub. I need Lady Godwin to give me a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Looking for a 15 or higher. That is a 12. Um, uh, okay. As you walk out of the Ghostlight Pub, you see an old man sitting at a table, and he's eating a bowl of oatmeal. And he nods at you courteously as you walk past. You reflexively, uh, Lady Godwin, grab his oatmeal and just bury your face in it and eat, and just start eating the oatmeal. Uh, and after the hot oatmeal hits you in the face, I think it only takes a few moments for you to come to your senses. But you, you, you have just reflexively stolen this old man's oatmeal. Oh, what are you I'm, doing? I'm so terribly sorry. I, I, I brought I, those I, from I, home. I don't know what came over me. Um... Let me clean this up. She starts trying to wipe up the oatmeal. You reach down to wipe up the oatmeal, and some of it splattered on the table. You reach down, and as you reach down, you hear clunk, and you notice that your hand is not a hand anymore. It is a hoof. And that is when everyone else inside the Ghostlight Pub watches you twist and contort. You fall down to all fours, and you heave and arch your back, which doubles in length. Your legs grow and thicken and all end in big, powerful hooves. Your neck stretches, your face stretches as though it were rubber, and you recover and stand up proudly on all four hooves. You have turned into a werehorse.
Maximum Fun, a worker-owned network of artist-owned shows, supported directly by you.